You are listening to Dear God, I'm Grateful, a podcast presented by the Iron Wifey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you for joining me for a daily dose of gratitude. Without further ado, let's get into what we're grateful for today. Dear God, I'm grateful for growth, and particularly growth in faith. Now, a lot of people, including myself, when we come to know Christ, we want to be the best Christians possible. Honestly, as Christians ourselves, all Christians should be striving to be the best Christian possible. But when it comes to growing your faith, a lot of people think that it's done just by your works. They think that it's done just by doing good deeds um, and, you know, helping the poor, you know, lending money. Like these are all amazing actions and amazing steps toward uh, worshiping and glorifying God. But the true way to grow in our faith is to live a godly life. And so I have learned over the last couple of years that I have grown in my faith when my life was at its weakest. And I know that sounds so bad, but when I was in the lowest points, that is where my faith grew because I had no other choice but to trust God, but to live a godly life, but to refer to his word for guidance. And so growing in faith is huge because it it acts as an action of surrender and it leads you to give up all that you are, all that you have and all that you know and lean only on Christ and what he has for you and what he will tell you and how to move forward. And so it's funny because I was, because I was reading Second uh, Peter and there's a section that actually talks about growing in faith. And so we're just going to go through that really quick, growing in faith. Now, Second Peter 1 says... Actually, we're going to go to 2 Peter 1, verse 3. By his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We've received all this by coming to him, the one who called us to himself, by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. These are the promises that enable you to share his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. In view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with generous provision of moral excellence and moral excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. The more you grow like this, the more productive and useful you will be in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But those who fail to develop in this way are short-sighted or blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their old sins. So, dear brothers and sisters, work hard to prove that you really are among those God has called and chosen. Do these things and you will never fall away. Then God will give you a grand entrance into the eternal kingdom of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, that was a lot. And it talks about a lot of things we need to do, but it breaks it down so simplistically. It's just so nice. (laughs) And I know that's contradictory saying it's a lot, but it's simple. But really it is because as we can see that we just need to follow God's promises, right? And so the way to do that, to respond to God's promises, first of all, his promises are in the scripture. So the scripture are filled with God's promises. And I want to say there's over hundreds of promises that God has given us. We just need to know what they are. So by seeking the kingdom of God first and reading his word, obeying his commandments, we are following and responding to God's promises. 
But it says here in verse 5, in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises. Supplement your faith with a generous provision of moral excellence. So add to your faith moral excellence. So, you know, the actions of giving, the actions of doing the right thing. And then it says in moral excellence with knowledge. So growing in understanding, understanding why God calls us to do these things, why he calls us to give. Uh, then next it says in knowledge with self-control, our flesh is weak to many things and we lack self-control in many areas of our lives. Whether that be your spending habits, your eating habits, your sleeping habits, your fleshly desires, your you know sexual desires, like your flesh basically can control your actions. And if you allow it to control your actions, then you're not exercising self-control. So let's recap. We got moral excellence with knowledge, knowledge with self-control. Next up, we have self-control with patient endurance, patience and endurance. It's, it's, it's enough to have patience and to be patient, to wait on God's will for your life to come to pass, to be still, but to endure is to literally go through a tough time and still patiently wait for God to answer. So self-control with patient endurance. And then it says patient endurance with godliness. And godliness is imitating Christ. We can see in the Bible how Christ lives his life. If you read the the um the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, it basically tells the story of Jesus from birth to his resurrection. And so if you're looking for an example of godliness, then Jesus is the perfect imitation. So patient endurance with godliness, and then godliness with brotherly affection. So once we learn how to imitate Christ, how are we going to learn how to love our brother as Christ loves us, as Christ instructs us to love our brother? But then it says in brotherly affection with love for everyone. And so love is being patient, being kind, not being rude, not being self-seeking, um, not, not, uh, what's the word? Not, not, what's, what do they say? Not something in wrongs, not rejoicing in your wrongs. Um, always patient, always enduring, never failing. So love has its own definition, but in order to supplement our, in order to grow, in our faith, in order to experience this growth, we have to have moral excellence with knowledge, knowledge with self-control, self-control with patient endurance, patient endurance with godliness, and godliness with brotherly affection, and brotherly affection with love. And that is proof that the more you grow, the more productive and useful you're going to be in your knowledge of God. And if you fail, you're being blinded or you're short-sighted, and you're forgetting that, they, that you've been cleansed from your old sin. And that's why I focus so much on gratitude every day, because when we forget what God has done, it's easy to get lost in the desires of our flesh. It's easy. And verse four, when we first opened up, it said that because of the glory and excellence, God has given us promises and these promises enable us to share in his divine nature and escape the world's corruption caused by our human desires. That self-control element is huge because our humanly desires control our flesh. They control our actions. They control our mindset. They control everything. And so we don't want to be short-sighted or blinded in any way, but we want to keep growing in our faith daily. And so crucify your flesh daily. Don't allow your flesh to control you. Uh, find something to be grateful for daily and allow yourself 
to be cleansed truly from your old sins and reflect Christ in all that you do. And so don't forget, supplement your faith with moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, uh, godliness, and brotherly affection and love. And that is the best way that we can grow in faith. So dear God, I am grateful for growth. I have grown tremendously. Um, it's amazing that it's already been a year. Well, not exactly. It'd be Mar a year March 23rd. Um, but it's now March. And last year in March, um, that is when I lost everything. <laughs> March 23rd, I lost uh, a lot. I lost jobs. I lost income. I was at home. I mean, pretty much we all were. We were shut down. So like, it's been coming up on a year of the anniversary of the COVID pandemic beginning. So continue to grow in your faith because when that happened to me, I know the first thing I did was join a, a women's Bible study and it completely changed the, traje the trajectory of what would happen in the next 365 days. So just continue to grow in your faith. I'm grateful for growth. I'm praying for you always. And I will catch you loves tomorrow in another episode of Dear God, I'm Grateful. Bye. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me here tomorrow. God is good all the time, and all the time, I am grateful. God loves you, and so do I. Have a grateful day.